What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to Experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You are listening to the next Best Picture podcast, and this is Will Mavity's interview with the director for Concrete Utopia, Um Tae-hwa. Okay, well, I want to start by saying I went into this movie knowing nothing about it and was absolutely blown away. It's always fun to go into something that you haven't heard anything about and just get clobbered by the sheer force of it. I was looking a little at your background, and I see that you previously worked as an assistant director for some pretty notable filmmakers, among them uh, director Park Chan-wook. Tell me a little bit about what you you learned from working for directors like that who are very acclaimed global titans of cinema and kind of what you brought from them to this project. Slate를 쳤고, 
감독이나 두 작품을 하고 그 이후에 다른 제작품을 좀 하다가 파란만장 So when I first worked with the director of Park Chan Wook, it was the short film Three Extremes, and uh, it was the Three Extremes and Lady Vengeance that were part of the film. Three Extremes. Three Extremes and Lady Vengeance, and uh, afterwards I was uh, part of uh, the production team, and then I joined his film Night Fishing as an assistant director. His filming side is very quiet. There's not a lot of loud noises or loud voices. Uh, he doesn't repeat himself or you know. Give out uh, the directings and details. Uh, he just sort of watches you and be patient, and he tries. He waits for the people to be more responsible of themselves. Uh, but if, I guess, if the direction goes to the wrong uh, wrong direction, then he will come in and sort of give them a very detailed a cutting mark to give them a very detailed directions at that point. But that so that's what I was trying to learn um, at the filming side that everything just sort of moves uh, organically without. You know, any meeting of shouting or uh, raising your voice. And not only just uh, learning these experiences while working with them, but he was the first director to um, be awarded at the Cannes Festival as a Korean director. So for the for the other directors in Korea, it seemed like a different world, you know, it's, it's happening in a different world, but now it's opening up that opportunity and uh, sort of a confidence that we could also be part of that, uh, part of that. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because I saw an article where you had said you were concerned that you thought this film was going to be very Korean specific and that you didn't think it would play as well to an international audience, but people did relate to it. And I remember, I think director Bong said the same thing about Parasite. He made a movie about Korean issues, but everybody related to the, the questions of class disparity and class struggle and some of the gender dynamics. So I was curious, what has kind of surprised you about this movie about how well it is played to the world. Because to me, the film does feel very universal in what it's saying about class and some of the worst things about human nature. I guess I really thought about that it, I, um, because of the Korean, um, the apartments in Korea as a dwelling place, I thought it was a sentiment that's only, uh, that only sort of belongs to Koreans. So I, had, I, I was worried that if that sort of sentiment can be conveyed to the global audiences, um, but in order to talk about this very Korean story, the elements that I brought into this film is about human nature um, and that that is the part that I guess the global audiences were, they were able to understand and identify with. Uh, and as we were filming this movie all over the world and having a conversation, I guess that's what I'm realizing more recently. Well, I wanna talk about that apartment. The production design in this film is amazing. How much of what we are seeing of this apartment and the surrounding destroyed city was built as a set? Uh, 
the first goal was to really fill this in an actual real apartment building, but that uh, just because of the condition, we couldn't make that happen. Uh, and the second goal was to bring the actual apartment buildings to the whole set. So uh, it was about 500 square footage, um, the L-shaped apartment buildings that we built all the way up to the third floor. And all the details that goes into it, uh, we were able to bring the props and material from uh, the developing uh, the developing apartment area that we brought, you know, like the doors to trees, the window frames to anything that we could bring from those um, redevelopment area that we were able to bring those props and sort of place it in the apartment to make it more realistic. And above the third floor is extended by computer graphics um, uh, to up to 15th floor and then the 12th floor. Uh, but every unit have different designs in order to make uh, all these details come alive. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the whole set was surrounded by the blue screen uh, on the outside. So all the disaster, um, disaster background that you see were, were all computer graphics. If you need any photos of this set, <laughs> that we can actually send you some other photos. I would love that uh, both to use in this piece. And I always think pictures like that are just really cool when you get to see the before and afters. We'll definitely take those. What about when everyone is walking through the disaster zone? Did you build some sets for that? Or was that all just against a blue screen? Um, so basically everything except for the ground is pretty much computer graphics when they're when they're outside in the disaster scene. But of course, anywhere that the characters are stepping on or anywhere the surrounding um, these characters, those uh, structures were actually real. Uh, the, actually, there's one scene that was not computer graphics as they're going the buildings between the, the department stores and another building. And that actually, we demolished part of that building to uh, shoot that film. And that was all real. Where they get attacked and people are throwing things down yeah. on them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Oh, that's great. That's really cool. Okay, so one thing I thought was interesting, the film talks a lot about, there's definitely this exploration of an idea. The characters talk about, you know, a man caring for his family is patriotic. And there's a lot of like, oh, the women have to stay behind and the men are going to be the ones going out and hunting for food. And the film's definitely making a commentary on gender roles. Tell me a little bit more about what you think the film is saying there. So after the Korean War, there was a rapid development of the country. And one of the reasons why they were saying uh, what contributed to that development, is the fast development, is that very divided uh, responsibilities in terms of gender role. So the men, you know, going outside to work, and the women staying home and taking care of their taking care of children. And this type of system was very concentrated, and that 
uh, contributed to that rapid development of Korean society at the time. And this also happened during uh, economic bubble period in Korea, where the military government was uh, running running the country. And that sort of goes in hand in hand with this man being the head of the household as well. And at the same time, that's when the apartments were being built. That's when the dwelling place was being built uh, as an apartment in Korea. So it's all this, everything is kind of related together. Uh, but nowadays, uh, it's, it's a different time now. And uh, this idea of man being ahead of the household is not, it's no longer applies in a way. But everything happened in such a short time, like from the Japanese annexation, uh, there's still people who are, who are alive from that period. And They've seen, you know, there's nothing to what, how much it developed at the current state. Um, there's so many values are just mixed together. And because of that, there's a lot of conflicts that's happening because of that reason. And I wanted to sort of, uh, I wanted to portray that in the story and in the film as well. You mentioned the period when Korea was under a military dictatorship. And that obviously reminds me of uh, Lee Byung-hun since I saw him in The Man Standing Next a few years ago. Amazing performance, but I think this is even better. I know he's a very acclaimed actor with a huge international reputation, but this is an amazing performance and a really complex character. Tell me a little bit about working with him and presenting, in many ways, your main character, who is um, a complex person who is often difficult to sympathize with, but who you need the audience to still be kind of riveted and engaged with. 말씀하신 대로 이 인물을 정확하게 똑똑히 그 As you said, uh, I have to make this young tech character into somebody that you cannot support what he's doing, but you have to be able to understand why uh, he's making these choices. And I want it to look like as ordinary person as possible because of the reason. And he's not a is not an absolute evil um, or uh, someone who's especially special villain, but he started as a petite bourgeois that's turning into this dictator. And I wanted to show that transformation transformation uh, process as well. And when you see that scene where he's uh, pushing Hewan over the cliff and you see him dry heaving uh, as he's saying his lines. And I think that scene also, it's showing that he's, He's crossed that line of that human, the human. He's crossed that line, so he's it, that also proves that he's also just an ordinary person. But he just he just crossed that line, and that's um, that's how he's expressing uh, his feelings at the time. And all this, all these things were very detailed, um, described in the script as well. And I had a lot of conversation with Lee uh, in order to produce this scene. Well, I think I'm about out of time, but thank you so much for taking the time to talk about this film, and I can't wait for more people to see it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Will Mavity's interview with the director for Concrete Utopia, Um Tehua, here on the Next Best Picture podcast. Concrete Utopia will open in New York and Los Angeles exclusively in theaters on Friday, December 18th, and then expand nationwide starting December 15th, and is South Korea's official selection this year for Best International Feature at the 96th Academy Awards. 
You have been listening to the Next Best Picture Podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Which you can also lend on over at Patreon. For $1 minimum a month, you'll get some exclusive podcast content from us. Thank you all so much for listening, as always, and we will see you all next time. Something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.